everybody, it's Mark Messier, and you're listening to Blue Shirt Underground Show, the number one Rangers podcast. Make sure you tune in and find out all the latest news. Let's go Rangers! Good evening, everybody. Welcome to the Blue Shirt Underground Show. Today is Monday. It is March the 27th. We are just down to the last two weeks of the regular season. My name is Jim, and as always, I'm joined on the other side of the window by the one and only Eddie Guy. And Eddie, it's Monday night, and you know what that means. That's right, ladies and gentlemen, return from Carolina Hurricane Arena, also known as, known as the Fairweather Fan Center. That's right. Rangers, 8-1-1 one one in their last 10. This team has gone from the cellar to the penthouse within two weeks, chasing the devil dogs as we speak. Jack Hughes got his 40th goal the other night. Meanwhile, second pick overall is mired in a 13 goal. But wait a minute. Here comes the kids line. Everybody working on all cylinders. Can anybody beat the New York Rangers? The answer is no. No. And I say again, absolutely no. The Rangers are stacked. And they're ready to go. Now back to Jim Spiderberg and Earl Morrill. <laughs> Earl Morrill. Beautiful intro, as always. Well, thank you, sir. Thank you, sir. Speaking of Earl Morrill, I, I, added a, I added a pennant back there. 1967 New York Giants pennant. Oh, Earl Morrill. Earl Morrill might have played for the 1967 Giants. I he did he play was, briefly. I think he was a the backup to Namath, I think. He was uh, he was briefly a giant. I know that. <clears throat> I love those giants, Penn. I love any, anything old school. You know me. 1965 to 1967, Earl Morrow was a New York giant. Oh, my. Look at that. See? Wow. <clears throat> you learn something new every day on this program. 
Vintage, vintage, vintage. Yes, sir. Anyway, so here we go. Rangers have played three games since we were all last together. One maybe sheet. Two pretty good. <laughs> well, I heard you want to eight, talk about the sheet one. Eight, one, and one in their last 10 games. And let me just tell you that I, this, I guess this happened during the playoffs, but I, but I really realized it sitting here by myself, whenever that get, what was that game? That game was Tuesday night. The lovely Miss Eberhardt was, was at work sitting here by myself, watching the game, watching a very, very frustrating game. Rangers get the early lead. And then Kyle fucking Drago scores a goal to tie it in the third period. Kako comes back right away, gives the Rangers the lead again. Then Stefan Rosen, Nosen, Notion in the ocean, scores 20 seconds later. And then Tara Vinen puts the Rangers away. That was one of the more frustrating losses of the season. And I'm sitting there and I'm thinking about, you know what? This team, this Carolina team has achieved de- almost, I don't know if they're a Devils and Islanders hatred level for me, but they're at least Flyers. They've, they've at least come even with the Flyers, Penguins, and Caps. I'll go that far. I do not like this team, Sam, I am. I don't like their stupid fucking coach with that face and that, that little thing in a gray hair and that busted up nose and he... He just looks like a '50s gangster in a movie, and oh, it's just Joe Camel. I (laughs) Joe Camel. I just can't stand that team. I don't like. I don't like any of them. I don't like anybody on that team. And they play such. They they you have to commit to play ugly, ugly hockey to beat them. And the Rangers just didn't in that first game. And, and for a portion of that second game, which we're going to talk about in a minute, because you were there live. I was live. Yes. Uh, to, to beat Carolina, you have to, you have to commit to, to use Dave Maloney's favorite term. The, the, the Rangers had to, you have to raise your compete level. You have to fight for every inch of ice. And the Rangers just didn't do it in that first game. And, and the results showed and, and, they, they didn't do it in the early part of the second game. Well, they only got 16 shots in the whole game. And they did only get 16 shots in that second game. What did they have in the first one? The first one, they did have 31 shots on goal. I couldn't name you three of them. I think they had, when I went last year, they had 17. And I think this year they had 16. So I've only seen 33 shots in Raleigh so far. In, in six okay. periods of hockey. Yeah. But two wins, right? Two wins. Two wins. Shots are overrated, I guess. I guess but you so. Ha- you have to play very, very ugly, ugly hockey against them. You just, you got to pound them at the boards. You've got to make quick decisions. And, you know, everything the Rangers did just, just wasn't working. And, you know, the, we already know this team is stubborn and they're only going to play one way. And the coaches yeah. are going to change and he's just going to juggle the lines. And, right. And uh, you know that that was a, that was probably the most pissed off I've been after any loss this season was that Carolina game, but it's also got to do with you know my rising hatred level for them. They are they are now you know if we're uh, 
If we're a red, yellow, a red, orange, yellow, they're an orange. Oh, definitely. I definitely agree with you. I think last year's playoffs had a lot to do with it and the carryover. They're a tough team. It, but if yes. you can get some early goals on them and get a little lead, they can't play that type of hockey. Right. And, and there's also, you know, there's there's a couple other things about them that, that raise their level. Mm-hmm. Uh, air horn. Any team with an air horn that constantly blares it throughout the game, you're 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 that you're you're rising up the list. You're you you're on my list as Jack Who else Lemon. Does once the said. air horn, the capital. You're on my list, horn? right, Jim? What's that? On your list would be the Capitals. They do that air horn thing, don't they? Caps, or Penguins, and, or and Canes. Caps, Penguins, and Canes all have an air horn. So you know that raises you on the list. If you have a if you have a a, a stupid social media uh, team that really doesn't have good awareness and talks a lot of shit without backing it up, that raises you up the list. And Carolina is definitely there. Oh, really? I if wasn't aware of that. Well, yeah they 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 like they posted a picture during the playoffs last year of the Empire State Building and said oh, a boy. storm surge is coming or you know that whole storm oh, surge. Oh, yes. I, and they're just they're very cocky. It. They're very cocky with, with you know and I I I get I get tired of hearing about how great their fans are. Once again it was a takeover in that game as Eddie's going to tell you all about. And I, so it it was just very it was a very frustrating loss for me. But we move on and then uh, what was it, uh, Thursday night, the Rangers go down to PNC Square Garden, as I now call it, for the second half of the home and home. And I, I, before before I let you before I let you go and give us your whole fan experience, I noticed something interesting. Okay. I was I was watching I went back and watched recaps of of all three games the Rangers had since the last time we were on. The Carolina loss, uh, the the loss to Carolina at the Garden was, um, was all the Carolina feed that they used on, on NHL.com. The Rangers, the the one the Rangers won had a had two different had both feeds in two different videos. One was like the five minute recap. That was, I believe, Carolina. And then the eight-minute condensed game, I think, was MSG. And I think Carolina, I think their their home broadcast, I think they were adjusting the audio all night long because no matter what the Rangers did on the Carolina feed, it, it didn't do justice to how many Ranger fans we all knew were in that building. You just couldn't hear them. But you could definitely, absolutely hear the Carolina fans when they scored on the Carolina feed, whereas the Ranger fans were much more uh, prevalent, uh, prevalent. Is that the right word? I don't want to be like Sal Governale. Prevalent, right? Yeah. On the MSG broadcast, you could definitely hear them better. I think, I think Carolina is tweaking with their, uh, with their audio so that you can't hear just how overrun they are in their own building. So yeah, uh, I wouldn't doubt it, but I mean, Ranger fans were so loud in that in that game in Carolina, as 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 you could certainly attest to. I could hear the Igor chants on on TV. Sam heard the Igor chants on TV. You could hear uh, every "Let's Go Rangers" chant. I could hear every Pot Van sucks whistle. You could hear it all on the MSG broadcast. Oh, definitely. So, okay. what was it like for you at the arena? Did you 
tell us the whole did you drive down did you fly down? yes well we drove down uh we drove down to Raleigh straight about a 10 hour drive 10 12 hours right yeah it, it took about 12 hours uh we were kind of you know we're a bunch of old guys so we've got to uh we got to <laughs> stop a lot right you know, so you know with the bladders and the uh what you have and we weren't really in a rush we actually built the belt, uh, beat the beltway pra- traffic, which once you get into DC, it gets nuts. Right. But it took us about 12 hours. Uh, got in about 10 at night. Couldn't find a place open. Everything closes eight o'clock there, even the drive throughs. Uh, couldn't find a place to eat. And we finally found something. I think it was Wendy's that was open in like Raleigh proper, but it had like 500 cars on it. Because it was the only thing open. The, the 10 at night anyway, so. <laughs> it uh, it was uh, still, uh, you know, it, it's again a very, it's a very nice area. There are some places in Raleigh uh, where you, uh, you can do like some day drinking and hanging out. Right. Some cool places. There's one has a you know alcohol outside seating and a, like pinball inside and all kinds okay. of arcade games. And then there is like a, a food market you can go to, and it's basically like food trucks inside, not real food trucks, but vendors that sell food truck like fare. Gotcha. And you could sit inside or outside. A lot of college kids. Good vibes. Good vibes. Right. Okay. But once you get near the fan weather fan set uh, fan center, uh, <laughs> you have this one bar right across the street, which I still cannot remember the name of. Uh, you know, it's pretty good stuff. I mean, you know, it's nothing special. Then you just walk across the street. You're in. You're in the. Uh, and I when I Jim when I say this place was packed with Ranger fans, I would say it was. 98% Ranger fans. A big place, too. It's not small. And like 2% Hurricane fans. I saw jerseys of all kinds. Walter. This is in, this, now you're talking inside PNC Square Garden. No, no, 98% I, or no, outside. No, no, no. Oh, okay. Outside, when you walk, you, there's a restaurant directly across from it. Right. From their parking lot. In that restaurant. Oh, okay. All the Ranger fans gathered around four o'clock. They invade right. the area. Ninety-eight percent Ranger fans. You're with your brethren. It's like, it's, I mean, it was a, it was a scene. It's like being at McHale's. Yeah, it was like being at McHale's for a viewing party. There was a guy with a Walter Kachuk jersey. I mean, there was nice. You know, there was some guys that made severe, uh, severe. You know. Commitments to their jerseys. I mean, some right. old school characters. See, that's a guy I want to talk to. The guy in the Walt Kachuk jersey. And it's funny because I saw him there last year. Oh, did you? Yeah, and I, I mentioned this jersey, and he was like, "Hey, right, thanks, man. Whatever." So, uh, I, uh, I was raring to go. I, you know, my feelings towards the Carolina Hurricanes—they're similar to yours. I don't like this fan base. I have no problem with the team. There's no guy I hate on the team, really. I mean, you know, 
It depends on who scores against us. Then I hate the guy. Right. I got no vendettas. There's no Tony D'Angelo. I didn't have much of a vendetta against him anyway. There's nobody I was going to boo. You have to understand. You know, I've been doing this. I've been going to games since I was like 16, 15 years old. And I've, I mean, they used to call me the mouth at the garden because I'm very loud when I mean to be. And I have to say, I've I really been kind of dormant for, for 20-odd years. It's really not, not, I haven't made a spectacle of myself. Really? Yeah, I really haven't made, like, it's all about me. You know, like, <laughs> I just haven't indulged myself. <laughs> and there comes a time in a man's life. You haven't he, indulged yourself. You got to do you, Eddie. Yeah, but, you know, there, there is a culture now in these arenas, and even Madison Square Garden especially. You get a little verbose, you get a little loud, the next thing you know, you're getting tossed out of the building. So I've been conscious of that. Right. But I'm sitting with five men, and I call them men because they sat next to me. And I'm going to tell you something, guys. These five men... I'm not sure every one of you in this chat room would have been comfortable sitting next to me because things, they got rough. I know Jim would have sat next to me. Absolutely. If there are people that are just... I'm with you from the outhouse to the penthouse and back. (laughs) But there are some people who just are uncomfortable about attention. Right. And that's no fault of their own. I don't blame you. Right. I just Jen will tell been... you I have no such I have no right terror. right I I know you. <laughs> um, so I'm sitting with five men who have been for the, from they have been there for me during my whole entire life through thick and thin. So I wanted I went into this game I want to give them the experience of their lives. I want them to be laughing, enjoying the game, and me being the muse of it all. Like, that they could say whatever <laughs> they wanted to me, and I the would muse. then vocalize it at 50,000 decibels and have them laugh the entire game. Now... I'm going to say I got a lot of proud things to talk about is uh, about the Rangers. The people I've met this show, these are my seats. Uh pretty good seats. Uh I faced Shesterkin twice. I was behind Shesterkin twice, so I saw most of the shots of the game. By the way, he played a fantastic game as you could see directly. Now this is shot from me. You see, there's a young black lady to the right. There's a young blonde lady to the left. And about, I would say, three other young ladies uh, surrounding both of them. Don't know exactly who. Behind me was, uh, I'd say, three to four uh, younger male fans. Again, it's uh, it's hard to 
explain i don't know how what ages i'm gonna guess 24 25 when you get to be they were okay so they were of drinking age yes uh, but they weren't drinking but yes okay so you have to understand i'm here you can take that picture down i mean you know i would i'm gonna see your oh i could see you in the side okay and you know there's a lot of things I've got to be proud about. The Rangers, uh, 1994, obviously. This show, the f- fans of this show, the friends I have made. But I've never thrown a no-hitter. I've never thrown the perfect game. I'm just going to tell you guys, and I say this with all modesty, I was Nolan Ryan that night. <laughs> <laughs> 60 minutes, non-stop heckling. It didn't stop. It it was relentless. The entire section wanted to kill me. Now let me just let me just stop you. What was your alcohol uh, intake at this point? Let's say at the start of the game, what was your alcohol intake at, at puck drop? Was it healthy? Did I, I, mean, I didn't. I didn't think you would ask this question, so I kind of bypassed it. Okay. I had taken <laughs> a a edible that had me zonked, completely oh. stoned out of my mind, about one hour before the game. Okay. I had two beers at dinner, and my friend Rich then got me two beers during the game. So four beers, and I couldn't follow a conversation at dinner. That's how blown out I was. Okay. But I will say, because my friend uh, Vinny Vasilino asked me, he says, how much of this is you, and how much of this is the edible? And I gave him an, a, a fair assessment. I think it's 85 90% me, 10% uninhibited gotcha okay so you now, have Vinny, got- Vinny Vasilino was at the game with you yes he was he was okay. sitting right next to me okay good next okay uh so there was a little bit uh chemically altered but and it's funny because some of my friends my friend Rich would try to take advantage of this by making me say some really inappropriate things. And I would not take the bait from him because I did, that was cognizant of what I was going to say. Okay. Similar to what you said pre-show about the people that were in front of me. <laughs> you, you said something about uh, Whitney Houston or something like that. Along that lines, but actually far worse. And I was not going for it. So I was cognizant of what I was coming out of my mouth. I made sure I never used an expletive. Never. Because I don't want any reason to get thrown out of this. Right. So, well, let's start off with some of the things you hate and I hate. The air horn. Right. Bush League. What is this? The AHL? <laughs> eh, you know, I'm warming them up now. 
They have that big storm surge thing. <laughs> I'm like, come on. Do you have any people of notoriety to do this? You just pick up some Schmendrick and he's doing <laughs> the storm surge. It's a cashier from Bucky's. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Next thing. Their sponsors. The Nutty Bavarian. I say, only married people. Don't ever try the Nutty Bavarian if you're with your girlfriend. You got to be married to try the Nutty Bavarian. Because it's a, it's a sexual, uh, you know, uh, the Nutty Bavarian. You see where I'm going with this joke? Okay, so the sponsors. It's a Powerball power play. You remember that? I do. They do that. I said, it's a powerless power play. <laughs> Over three they were. So I'm warming them up. The girls are getting steamed. Women in front of me. There is it. There it is. The nutty buffer. <laughs> Please, married couples only. Don't try, uh, you know, the nutty Bavarian. Uh, you know, unless you're, you know, you're married because it's, a, you know, very advanced. Uh, so <clears throat> the girls are getting mad. I got him, Jim. I got him on the line. You got him on the line now. I pu I pulled. You know how you you pull the line. You've successfully agitated. You've gotten under their skin, and now they are officially off their game. Right. They've got to come up with a response. Right. So they, I throw a couple. Couple. Sebastian or who? Who's this guy, Sebastian? Ah, who or something? <laughs> they believe. Hook, line, and sinker that I do not know who Sebastian Ajo is. <laughs> so they start. He for the Islanders. Yeah, that's what my that's what Vinny Vasilino said. I thought he played defense for the Islanders. I said I don't know with these these Finns. They play for everybody, and everybody knows you can't win with Finns. <laughs> now they have eight Finns on their team. Right. So now these girls start laughing amongst themselves. It's like a giggle fest. They're probably like, right. hey, he's so stupid. He's from New York. Oh, now I know I got him. They're giggling. They're trying to diffuse what I'm saying. Right. So I'm like, oh, well, what's next? What else we got at this age? Oh, wait a minute. It's two minutes into the game. Aren't you guys going to leave? You're not winning? <laughs> I mean, you people don't stay, right? So it keeps going. And uh, the Rangers, I make the line of Panarin and Kane and Zibinijad. I am calling the Hall of Fame line. Hall of Fame lines out there. Better watch out. <laughs> Hall of Fame line. Hall of Fame line. Over and over again. Just annoying. Relentless. Relentless. I loud. Rude. Everything. <laughs> loud that, and rude. That they think a New Yorker is. <laughs> the, they think the typical New Yorker is this. 
Right. And they also think the typical Ranger fan is like this, where we think we're better than everybody when they don't know that inside, (laughs) well, but inside during the game, I'm saying, please don't lose. Please don't lose. Please don't lose. Please don't lose. Please please don't lose. So (coughs) it's getting bad. The kids behind me, the the men, the boys, or whatever, the young young adults. Right. It starts off like this. The Rangers aren't that great. The Rangers aren't that great. It starts to get louder. Well, four or five points ahead of you, seven points ahead of you. They're starting to simmer. I got them on the boil. They're simmering on the back burner. I'm like, I'm preparing to You got the again. girls, I, you got the girls on the burner, and then you got the guys like in a pot, but half off the burner. Right, right. They're simmering. slow cooking them like ribs. Yeah. Now, <laughs> uh, I can't tell Fantastic. you every line I said. I can't remember every line. But I have the whole the 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 Finns line a lot. I said, we got a Finn, and I don't even like him. It was Capo, <laughs> obviously Capocaco. And then I would start to throw the digs in about, come on. I would like be like, Rich, where what's the what's the nickname for our arena? And Rich would say, World's most famous arena. I'd go, that's right, Rich. The world's most famous arena. And he's like, What's the name of this building? And I'd be like, it's the Fair Weather Fan Center. You can leave now. <laughs> All right, so this is going on. I'm getting on the underage cheerleaders. I'm getting uh, on everything. I'm calling the, they have a mascot. His name is Stormy. I'm calling him Stormy Daniels. It's, it's just, it's nuts. All right, let me catch my breath here. But Carolina gets the first goal. These girls, you thought that they had been like, I don't know. And, and of course, it's Ahu. Yeah, of course. The guy I have been maligning the entire game, they're ecstatic. It's like Ahu. they just want each one of them won The Bachelor or something. They are <laughs> hugging and kissing, and this is like an eruption. But as a professional heckler, you never let them see you sweat. Right. Never let them see you sweat. No. Nope. I'm saying, ah, one goal. This team doesn't even game. score more than one goal. Somebody says, well, they scored more one goal when they beat you. What's that? I said, you stood around and watched that game? <laughs> I go, in game seven, when we beat your ass, you all hightailed it out of here. <laughs> Drove them into an epileptic fit. They are completely in some kind of conniption. Uh-oh. The girls sit down again. They start mumbling. They come up with a new tactic. Every time I yell, they're going to try to out-yell me. Uh, the young black lady there, black girl, she's she's got the task. of Every time I go, hey, I see more fins, she goes, like She tries to block me out, which is grumping. Y'all, I have no idea what the fuck's going on. I, I, I honestly have no idea. This is <laughs> basically. Is that her? <laughs> I don't know. I, I, so 
on. And so I'm like, listen, you can't stop the Hall of Fame line. I mean, come on. Panarin, Patrick Kane, Mika. First of all, Mika is not even close to being in the Hall of Fame. Patrick Kane's been a Ranger for like three weeks, right? <laughs> and like, like, like we've had this unit forever, and you know, right? <laughs> like they're the and, French connection or something. And then what happens? Panarin scores. Panarin scores. Now the Hall of Fame line is scored. My prophecy. But do I go crazy when the Rangers score? No. I just high five with my friends, ba ba ba. Now everybody's getting hot. <laughs> Cuz it's tied and these fans are so entitled. So how dare They've only lost like five games or seven games at home. I mean, they don't lose at home. Of course, I start with, well, hey, honey, start the car. <laughs> one, one in a second. I mean, let's, uh, you know, let's get the kids gathered up. We got to go. Honey, start the car. <laughs> it's fantastic. In between the horn. The that 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 honey start the car that 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 we're fair weather fans that 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 Vaselino is about to bust a gut laughing at that. It was one of his highlights of And now things are starting to get quiet in Hurricaneville. Oh they're getting nervous. Then this kid, the kid behind me, there's a battle behind the Rangers net, and he utters a statement. He says, and I'm sorry this is taking so long, but I have to try. Take to as long as you want. This is worth every, this is okay. worth the price I, of I admission. Just, I'm just, it's really the, the cherry on what Jim said about these fans. They are entitled. They've won too much. Okay. We are Ranger fans. We are not entitled at all. We don't, even with our winning regular seasons, we are always waiting for the shoe to drop. Right. That's just the way we were bred. It's never good enough. And if it's good enough, how long is it going to last? The, not the long. real That's Ranger fan, the true Ranger fan, the one who's been through the wars, we are not entitled because we know. The entitled Ranger fans are the ones you see on Twitter that have a that have an absolute meltdown because they didn't score in the first period, or you know because Patrick Kane goes a game without a goal. Okay, those are the those are the entitled Ranger. They're the ones that haven't been through the wars. There's a battle between I think it was Mott and Jordan Stahl behind the Rangers net. The mealy mouth kid is now he's full-blown in a gimped-out frenzy now. His face is red. It's 1-1. I'm right on the Hall of Fame line. He's making remarks about the Hall of Fame line. Every, didn't look like Hall of Fame on that shift. Oh, I got him. Now he's fully. He's right. cooking. He's cooking. <laughs> he utters this ridiculous phrase. Nobody beats Jordan Stahl on a board uh, a, in a board battle. I turned I around. <laughs> wow! 
I turned around. I go, bro, you've got 10 seconds to retract that phrase before I destroy you. I go, Jordan Stoll is a fossil. He didn't, rec- he didn't recant it. He's a fossil. I mean, you might as well have said Mark Stahl for all I'm, yeah, you know, but nobody. No, Jim, now you know how many times I'm going to say nobody beats Jordan Stahl in a board battle during the game. Every time we step Every on the ice. time he's on the every ice. Every time he's on the ice. I told you, See? 60 minutes, relentless, every shift. Every inter, every break in the play, it's not stopping. <laughs> now, I, I I still got something to tell you, okay? But this kid loses it. He's just going crazy. His head spinning around. He looked like the Exorcist. But he was like Linda Blair. When I got home that night, I'm just gonna go. When I got home that night, I did feel bad. And I'll tell you why. And I, I still have more to tell. But these people, like, anticipated this game probably for, like, months. They paid good money with their Carolina jerseys and their the, the five girls. They probably made it was a girls' night. They all were cheering on their favorite player. I made them miserable. I destroyed their evening. Everybody in that these girls left. These girls left work at two o'clock in the afternoon. They went and had their wine. They took their pictures. They were all over Instagram. Girls' night out. Go Kings. Storm surge. Hashtag. Exactly. And then then along comes Eddie. Here comes. And then along comes Eddie. (laughs) And. And then he goes, this... like Nick said, look at Nick. They were crossing days off the calendar. Five <laughs> days till we go to the Kings game. Four more days. I mean, there, there were sitters that had to be arranged. <laughs> and when I say, again, I am a humble guy. Jim will attest that. I don't, I'm not a braggart. This was whatever's considered. Cutter, you can help me out on this. Who threw the best perfect game in Major League Baseball history? Well, I guess a perfect game, you can't get better than that. But this was a perfect game by yours truly. Vinny then reminds me that last year during the playoffs, they wouldn't allow ticket. You couldn't buy a ticket unless you were in a Carolina zip code. Right. Remember that? Right. We couldn't get to, I go, I go, zip codes? I go, I don't even know if there's that many people who can afford tickets around here. You should have let us in. And we still invaded you. Still got in. Hey, Vinny, what happened in game seven last year? <laughs> now, you know, guys, as a Ranger fan, we have very few, let's say, realistic toppers over teams. We haven't won, like, a game seven of any meaning or a, you know, it's like us maybe getting into it with a Vancouver Canuck fan. So, yeah, I remember 94. You did well in that one. We don't have a lot of, uh, we don't have, like, a real zingers. 
A lot of my zingers have to be not about the record, not about the head-to-head. You know, it's like how I used to defend myself against the Islander fans in the 80s. Right. I mean, they won four Stanley Cups. What can you say? You know, and, and we were their bitches. But I would never admit that. I always had to come up with, yeah, you know, but nice wig on Billy Smith or, you know, Mike Bossy is a, a Faguzi or something like that. But now we have this game seven. And that game seven where all those Ranger fans were there down at the end with 10 minutes left. And this is their dagger. This is their 1940. (laughs) This is it. I found the Achilles heel on them. Just like in Troy. I found it. And now I know how to beat them. The game seven comments come up. And then, again, it's 1-1. I'm hoping this game just goes to overtime. Because 2-1 overtime loss, I can say, yeah, you got lucky or went to shootout. Ah, yeah, your skills competition. The blonde cracks. The blonde girl cracks. She turns around in her seat, looks me dead in the eye. Why don't you why don't you like fins like that? <laughs> I say and I <coughs> I say plainly without Now you're an anti fin type. Yes. <laughs> I say plainly and matter of factly I don't like pale white guys. <laughs> she goes well, I'm a pale white guy. I go, no, you seem to be a woman, but nowadays, who knows? <laughs> Flipping hard lid. I don't understand. Why don't you like Finnish people? I go, I go miss, I, I, we have one on our team. I'm not so hot on him, but you got eight of them. There's no way you're going to win this game. Her friends try to calm her down. He's an idiot. Don't listen to him. My friends are rolling over in their seats. Adam Fox, the God. (laughs) I start with, hey, uh, what's that trophy Adam Fox got a couple years ago? Vinny, Norris Trophy. Oh, that's right. Norris Trophy winner, Adam Fox. What's that trophy Igor Shesterkin got last year? Vezina Trophy. That's right. We're from New York. We got all the hardware. New York is number one. (laughs) Then I'll short this, but Adam Fox scores and the Rangers go up two to one. Now, did you give them any crap about Adam Fox not wanting to play there? Oh, I did when they booed him. They booed him a couple of times. Oh, okay. And I was like, oh, boo, he didn't want to play here. I'm like, who wants to play here? I said, he made the best decision he made in his life. Smart young man. <laughs> and anytime they, they booed because there was a non-call, I would yell, learn the rules. <laughs> Repeated 50 <laughs> times during the game. Learn the That's rules. The Learn, the, Learn rules. the rules. 
Jim, I felt bad for these people afterwards. This night, when Adam Fox scored, now I'm ahead. But I'm still, and it was a beauty goal, too. It was. Beauty goal. What was that, his first goal in, in many games? Long drought. Long uh, 24 drought, 24 right? games, something like that. And the place is dead silent. This is why I call them fair weather fans. Because when they're not winning and things aren't going their way, and listen, we know MSG fans are kind of the same. They're waiting for something to happen at the beginning of the game, whether they get excited or not. A little slow into the process. Yeah, exactly. Sound effect. I go, well, it's getting awfully quiet in here. Maybe it's because you're a bunch of losers. Oh, my God. Because <laughs> oh. I could there, there's, there's, there's chum in the water. There's blood in the water. I'm like, but in the back of my mind, I'm saying, please don't blow this. Right. So I'll fast forward in, in the interest of time. The Rangers win the game. After it, it was a, it was rough. There was passes in front of the net. I yeah. mean, this hits somebody, it goes in. Because these people, it's not that they're against the, they're not even rooting for Carolina at this point. They're rooting against me. Against you, yeah. They, they are yeah. focused on, I told you so, you this, big mouth, right. you loud mouth New Yorker. You come down here and you think you think you, you, you can act this way and, Right. Just you have you have now turned you have now turned ten thousand people into Khan and you're essentially Kirk running for your life in the enterprise. <laughs> yes. And they want justice. Is there no justice in this world <laughs> that this guy comes in, ruins our time, and we lose? <laughs> Is there a God? They're questioning everything. Horn goes. Black girl turns around. You know what? You're a fucking asshole. <laughs> she waited, I go. She waited I, 60 minutes to tell you that. I go. Again, <laughs> matter of factly and plainly, it looks like somebody's upset that they lost. <laughs> That's not the answer she wanted to hear. Let's put it that way. It has nothing to do with winning or losing, you're an asshole. I go, oh, I beg to differ. Uh, it's about the fact you lost 2-1. You're a dickhead. Like that. And during the game, I had been yelling about Stormy, the mascot. Now, you right. know I have a love for mascots. My wife has a love for mascots. And... I have been yelling, Stormy, I love you, the entire game. Stormy, I love you. Because you got to mix it up. You can't always be negative, negative, negative. I want to throw in there something just absurd. And, you know, the blonde girl turns around and goes, Stormy? You don't love Stormy? I go, what? Now she's questioning questioning your love? Yes, like we're battling for Stormy's affections. And you don't love Stormy the way I do. Just grabbing a water while you Okay. So I say, I love Stormy. I'm a big fan of mascots. I love Stormy. 
but I don't like fair weather fans. We're not fair weather fans. We stood here the whole entire game, even though you said we were going to leave. <laughs> I, I don't know. You got up a couple times. I thought you were gone. We just went to compare. <laughs> now it's uh, becoming a whole total discussion. <laughs> the guys behind me are like, man, you really didn't have to be that way. Oh, I said I surely had to be that way because there are five guys here who have been entertained to the maximum that they could have been entertained. So, needless to say, there is a back and forth, and then it's like, you know, Matilda, let's leave. Matilda. Whatever her name was. Yes, the arena is in the middle of nowhere. Uh, yeah, it's Stormy. Yeah, right, Michael? Stormy Daniels is taking down Trump. Okay, so I'm just going to give you what happened. So there, there was all that, and I'm sure there was much more that I said between the nutty Bavarian, learn the rules, all this shit. I had a grand, I had a great time, Jim. I got to say, it was one of the best times of my life. My, my friend Rich said it was... One of the Vic Vinny said it was the best time of his life, and it was the anniversary of his dad's birthday, who is no longer with us. And he's, I, I made it him forget about that. I'm proud of that. And as I'm leaving, as you, you know, when you go to a road game and after the game, there's a lot of Ranger Fest, which is there, right? And I did hear all the chants you heard. Uh, I would say when the Hurricanes killed at five on three against the Rangers, which probably right. drove you guys nuts. Ugh. Especially because they couldn't get a shot on goal. Right. I mean, they, they had they had three shots on goal, like, going into the second period, and they'd had a five on three. Like, how is that possible? Anyway. When they killed that, Carolina, that was the loudest I heard the fans get. Even when they scored, it wasn't that loud. Also, I was doing, well, you know, this Svechnikov looks invisible at night. Doing that, doing Pacioretty. I haven't noticed them all night long. Your team doesn't have enough scoring. Frederick Anderson is, is a fishing net. I go, every five shots goes in. And basically, that's what happened. It was right. like it was. I was foretelling all this bad shit. It drove up nuts. There was a dummy. There's a dummy guy who sits was sitting about four rows in front of me at the end. He says, "Again, I don't want to make a fun of large mammal people. This guy was a fat fuck holding a fucking cane. He has a cane flag right. on the end of a hockey stick. You know very right. well if I put a hockey stick into a game, they're taking that. But right. he." But he's sitting there and he's ignoring his kid. He's got like a chubby little kid sits next to him. He's all into this in be the, the waving the flag in between plays. So I'm chanting like, "You ignore your kid. Mm -mm -mm -mm. <laughs> Don't fly that freak, the stupid flag." I mean, just so as I'm leaving, as you know, on road games, a lot of Ranger fans were outside. Right. And they're like, yeah, yeah, high five and. I'm congratulating parents who brought their kids to the game. That's a good parent. You bring your range of kids to the game. You should get parent of the year. Boo! Rangers suck. Rangers. Game seven! Game seven! You all left! 
<laughs> just beating the dead horse completely. I'm go. I'm almost out, Jim. And I'm like, I'm going on with the Ranger stuff, and some lady yells, "You're in the South. Have some fucking respect." <laughs> First of all, she dropped the f bomb in that. So I said, what? Like storming the Capitol? That kind of respect? Well, now that I got political, my friends take off. Because <laughs> they know you don't want to talk politics with nobody. You might get shot. And climate. <laughs> Pro, con, whatever. Or what? even better, how about slavery? That was a lot of respect. My friends, I didn't see them. They were gone. Now, I think I wouldn't have said slavery had I been... You played the slavery card. Well, that's respect, <laughs> ain't it? So basically, the role of loudmouth New Yorker from the North had been played to a T. That they now think that every New Yorker is me. <laughs> John Riggs, Eddie used the nuclear option. <laughs> Well, I was feeling my oats because I was almost to the parking lot. So I was like, all right, I think I could maybe make a uh, a clumsy dash to the car if anything happens. And it was a woman. So needless to say, I made it to the parking lot and uh, got in the van and left and i do not know i know for sure if i would have been at city field yankee stadium metlife stadium giants or jets i would have gotten the shit kicked out of me if i talked that kind of nonsense if i was a brave fan and i was at city field and was talking that nonsense or if i was a red sox fan or whatever at, at, talking shit like that at Yankee Stadium, I would have been beaten up if I was a Dallas or Philly fan and I started talking that mess at MetLife Stadium. I would have been assaulted. Uh, if I, again, I, I made the examples. I do not know how I did not get lynched, Michael. I, I really don't. It was like, and I wasn't bothered by any comments. Like, it really just... And I'll close it with this. That 60-minute barrage of riffing was so absurd that if you didn't catch on that I was doing that, you deserve what you got. And I even told the black girl, the black young lady, to her face, to her face, I trolled you for three periods. Hook, line, and sinker. And just brought you aboard. Thank you. Good night. And that's how it ended in the stadium. I've given you what happened outside the stadium. And I've told you afterwards, 
I really literally feel bad for that entire section because they had a miserable night and they paid good money for it. That's it. That's my story. Do you realize that you have now given these people years of caution, years of worry, planning, because now every year that they want to go to a Canes-Rangers game, they're going to think to themselves, I hope we are not near that asshole who was there last year. I hope that guy isn't at the game again. I pray they I mean you have you haven't you didn't just affect a night. You've affected lives. The rest of these people's fandom is will be affected by you. Again, I don't I, I don't know if you could do any better than that. Or worse, depending on I mean you have basically Tom Wilson their fan base, <laughs> whereas the entire fan base is now affected moving forward. Any guy, I mean, any game that they now go to, and again, I say this with as much humbleness as I can say, they will always say, remember that guy? Right. That rude New Yorker? Right. When we went to that game for the rest of their lives. I will be the New York standard. My friend said, you, you may have to contact Kathy Hochul because... There will be less people coming to to tour New York because of you. Because they're going to think that New York City is full of people like you. And I said, you know what? There is. We're all like this. I mean, just think about it. Every one of those girls sitting in front of you, those guys sitting behind you, the people in, in your radius, they all went to work the next day. How was the game last night? I know they lost, but how was the game? Oh, Jesus Christ. We had this fucking asshole sitting in our section he wouldn't stop this guy 60 minutes of just relentless forechecking i mean you were a topic of conversation in the raleigh metro area friday morning and that's what more can you ask for you will live in infamy in that in pnc square garden forever now, I wonder if they've got, like, a picture of me and, like, they won't let me in next time. Security. Do not admit. Do not admit. Like, they went to guest services and said, this guy's being very rude down there. Well, what is he saying, ma'am? He's saying, he's anti-Sting. He said, ahoo. Ahu. Ahu. Now, I could have gone with all these girls with their aho jerseys and say, what are you, a ho? I mean, I could have. That's easy. Right. But I didn't do that. Well, he's anti-Finnish. And that girl goes, well, what, what nationality is number 93? Like, oh, well, he's a uh, Swiss uh, uh, Iranian. Oh. <laughs> so that was just. Phenomenal. Uh, a phenomenal uh, story. Uh, it was. Again. But I did it for you. I did it for the fans at home. And I did it for my friends. And I'll never be that perfect again. I never will throw the perfect hitter again. That was the Mount Olympus for me of heckling. I don't think I'll even be inclined. And the fact that the New York Rangers won that dumb game where they got 16 shots on net. Where they were dominated once again. When I go down there, they're completely dominated. 
These Rangers cannot figure out, don't chip up the boards because of their defensemen pinch in and they intercept the pass every time. Gallant would not change. He just would mix up lines. There's no adjustments. He wouldn't make an adjustment. And Rod Brindamore, Rod Brindamore, Joe Camel, must be pulling what's hands left back, left in his left, left in his head, that he's getting out coached, or he's losing to this buffoon <laughs> who refuses to coach. He's got his, he got, Brindamore's got his players playing. Every line is playing the same way. I mean, it's boring. Right. But they're getting shots. Two games we saw this. You can tell that everybody on that team is committed to a style of hockey. They are Somebody's... committed to, they, they've bought in, as they say. And you guys, somebody said in the chat room, it's like watching Tortorella, but with some more skilled guys. They've got a couple more skilled guys. That type of commitment to a type of hockey. Right. And you got to give credit to the cup. Gallant, he just got his superstars. Throw them out there. See what happens. Uh, by the way, uh, Islanders won, Devils nothing, 624 remaining in the first period. I don't know how you guys felt. I Jim told you how he felt about the first game they played against them. I felt the same way. I was, I was disappointed. Uh, the, the Rangers were leading in that game, right? They got, gave up three goals in the third period. Is that the game? Yes. Yeah. I really thought that they were going to win that game. I really did. I mean, they don't really blow leads in the third period. But <coughs> they blew it. Whatever. I was upset. I moved on. And, uh, yeah, you know, and then the, the game I saw was much of the same thing, except that, you know, some of the, the fancy passing, especially with the Hall of Fame line, that goal was beautiful. Um, am I concerned that the Rangers are like, I saw a couple of guys, a couple of people talking about Kane not fitting in. He's fine. He's fine. The whole team is fine. I'm going to say this. And then they played, they played yesterday. Now, I know a lot of people want to talk about Florida. Talk about an invasion. Uh, Kane, Kane admitted in the in the papers today that he's not there yet. He's not completely comfortable yet. That's fine. He's got two more weeks. I got no got problem with Kane. And he does three weeks. Before the play, before it starts for real. And the thing with Kane, Jim, I mean, I like when he shoots. He does, he, when he just shoots. <clears throat> that's the only thing that's missing is the Frank Vetrano factor, where you just take the puck, the Vinny Letary factor. Who was the other guy we had that uh, one year? I don't even think it made it all since I can't think of him. Right now. Uh, but we got to give big cred. And because uh, I really was watching uh, Nico, uh, Nico Mikola in that game. Let's give the guy some credit. They play without Ryan Lindgren, uh, you know, uh, the, the two and a half games or whatever it was. They've been holding the fourth down. Uh, 
that's why I don't I, – I would sit Lindgren the rest of the regular season. Why play him? Yeah, I wouldn't I wouldn't I wouldn't be in any rush to get him back, that's for sure. Especially after he got hurt on a thing where he kind of pushed off with his arm. Right. Which means that that, that thing is very precarious, that whole situation. Let him get fully healed. I don't care about second place that much to get Ryan Lindgren hurt. I want him as healthy as he can be for the playoffs. So, I certainly uh, and and talk about an invasion. Joe Catroni posted about it today in our group. I mean, you could talk about that over in Florida. It was an invasion of extraordinary magnitude by Ranger fans. Yeah, I, it, I mean, it, it's always been, you know, and it's uh, you know, it's it's a New York South Florida thing. It's going to be that way. Uh, to give you an idea of what goes on in South Florida when it comes to New York teams coming in, at the Hard Rock, at the Hollywood Hard Rock Casino, uh, which is 10 miles in a straight line from where the Marlins Stadium is, on Thursday, Thursday night? Thursday night, the night before opening day, maybe it's Wednesday night, Miami, with the Mets playing in Miami, the Hard Rock Casino is hosting a Mets party. For the, wow. With Keith Hernandez and Mookie's going to be there and somebody else. Dan Murphy sent it to me earlier. I said, how sad is that? That 10 miles from your stadium, the casino is hosting a Mets party. Well, you know, an opening day Mets party. I That's mean, the casino where Anna Nicole died, by the way. Oh, yes. And same place. <laughs> All the Ranger luminaries were there. Brad Park was there. Mike Keenan was there. Adam Graves. And Steve Steve Vickers. Vickers. Yeah. And uh, you talk about invasion. Even the... I was sending Joe pictures. I was taking pictures of the TV screen. I said, here's Steve Vickers. He's at the game. Keep your eyes open. Here's Brad Park sitting right next to him. I mean, this is A-list alumni. Yeah, these are yeah, the tank yeah, uh, royalty. You know, um, it's not Ed Hospodar. Yeah, I mean these are, you know, Hall of Famers. Not like the right. Hall of Fame line that the Rangers bring out. Uh, it, it was Joe's exact. He says there were about ten thousand Ranger fans there. That sounds about right. I feel like. There were a lot of Ranger fans <laughs> at that Carolina game, but there were more the last time I went. Maybe that's because I knew more people that were there. But I don't know. Ta! Those two chuckleheads. Sam still doesn't know if it's in or not. I don't know. He did some one of those things. He said score, and it wasn't. Just... I know. Uh, Called Patrick Kane Evander Kane. I think that's that's that was one yeah. of the oh, best things. Did. I didn't notice that. Uh, I don't remember. That might have been the game you were at. Oh. He called him Evander yeah. Kane. He immediately corrected himself, but still. I mean, come on. They're well, if you look alike. <laughs> I mean. I don't get it. Yeah. 
I don't, I don't even know what to do. What, what to yeah, I, what yeah that, that Florida game, Rangers fall behind 2 nothing. I thought, here, here we go again. Another one of these games that we see way too much of where they just – they need an ass kicking. You know, something's got to wake them up. And, and you know, Joe said they, they flew in, uh, got into Florida real late Thursday or early Thursday morning, late Thursday morning, whatever you want to call it. They didn't skate Thursday I mean, they had nothing going on in that first period. They were down two nothing going into the break, and then the second period, they you know they woke up. You got a goal from Kako, a goal from Lafreniere, then you get a, a, a weird deflection goal from Evander Kane, and uh, and then Filipino puts him up four two, and then again forty seconds later they let Barkov score. So you know that game was closer than it had to be. So funny, uh, well, I you know I I don't know, Frankie. Is it a dumb excuse? Maybe I I don't know. You know, I don't know. But bottom line, guys, and you I'm going to you don't say skate this. Thursday. Your you, your sleep schedule screwed up. I I don't know if it's. A, I never played professional hockey, so was, I don't know if it's a weak excuse or not. I I. But I mean, the way they played for the first period compared to how they played in the second and third periods, maybe he was on to something, but. We, because it's Joe Micheletti, we we immediately give it no credibility. <laughs> also, see, I feel like Ranger fans are just not happy unless it's a 60-minute, 5 nothing win. This team wins. They were playing a Panther team that is scrambling for their playoff lives. It's a desperate team, Sam. They're desperate, Sam. And... They knocked them the fuck out. I mean, they knocked them out. I mean, they didn't destroy them. They got off to a slow start. The kid line, like people are mentioning, on fire. Uh, again, every shift, these guys forecheck you and forecheck. It may not result in any scoring opportunities, but guess what? You got a 21-goal scorer on the team who scored on a magnificent breakaway. I don't know where those hands came from. He outskated the guy. Again, he's got that quick step, and he's gone. He's so surprising. <clears throat> he is. I've said it before. He's deceptively fast. And the hands are there. He does have he, – he, He's he's got some moves. It was a beautiful goal, and now he's – you know, we waited forever to get to 20, and now we got 21. Now we got 21. Could still hit 25. And I'm going to so, say – Let me ask you a question. Sure. Right. The next goal the kid line scores, assuming they stay together, the next goal by any one of them gives that line 50 goals. Would you have signed up for 50 goals from that line at the beginning of the season? Fucking tootly. Okay. And I agree. I agree. If you can get a 21 goal scorer, what do you, the other guy, Lafayette is around 15. He's going to, he's got 14 or something like that. Uh, Lafreniere scored his 15th, Kako his 14th, Heedle his 21st. Okay. That is a good, good third line. And then right. sky's the limit with these guys. The only problem is when you have to break them up, can they elevate their game? You have to understand Lafreniere had a terrible first half. Terrible. And he's come back. Right, to the point where we were talking about sending him down, which you can't do. We know that now. <laughs> First line. And second line. 
third line, fourth line, both those Carolina games, the fourth line did what they were supposed to. They were the only team that could get a four check on that Carolina team. I'm about to say, and I'm not delusional or still on these medications, these edibles that I took on Thursday, that other than the 94 team that was stacked to the gills, this is as consistent with Ryan Glenn, Ryan Lindgren, uh, if Ryan Lindgren plays as constituted, is the best team the Rangers will ever have ever had other than 94 going into the playoffs. I doubt you to pick a better goalie. Pick a, well, pick a better well, seven defenseman, six defenseman. Is this team better than AV's first two teams with Hank, the team that went to the finals, the team that went to the Eastern Conference? Question: Well, who who was the offensive star with AV? Rick Nash, Matt Zuccarello. I'm sorry. No, I'm I'm not jinxing. I'm just telling you how I feel about this team, as constituted. I think it's, and I didn't say they were going to win the Stanley Cup. I didn't see some team is going to, you know, figure them out, or and then you know it's going to be an East-West passing uh, fest. It might turn out to be that way, but going into this, now that I've I've kind of seen that maybe I am jinxing Mikola. I mean, well, uh, just to give you a couple of compare. I mean, obviously that team just was Henrik Lundqvist. And some timely goals. I mean, they had no 30 goal scorers on that team. Rick Nash, he led the team in scoring with 26 goals. Top top points getter was Zook with 59 points. Stepan right behind him with 57. They're not goal scorers, those guys. They're playmakers. You've got Vladimir Tarasenko, Patrick Kane, Artemi Panarin, Mika Zabinajad, Jad, Jad, whatever. You've got Chris Kreider. I mean, this team and that that kid line, third line, which you just said you would have signed up for 50 goals, and a fourth line that I like. Now, one of those guys goes down in the fourth line, then we uh, we got to revisit uh, the Johnny Pratinsky and all that crap. They lose a little bit of their luster. I like Mott. Goudreau is in the exact spot he should be in. What's Mott's gotten four, three goals, three or four goals. He's been, Mott has been hot. And you got Jimmy Vesey, who has been, and I don't care. They could give me the stats about the power play. Oh, Joe, the last five games. Oh, Joe. When that power play is fucking dangerous, it is sick. Adam Fox running that power play, which I feel it should always start with Adam Fox. I don't care about Panarin and the other guy because they pass happy. Fox will find you. And now you got Truba on the second pairing, on the second power play. He's warming up. The only guy... And, I, and I'll let you comment on this. The only guy I am still worried about is Keandre Miller. He has to get better. 
for the playoffs. I don't care about his offensive stats. They're on the uptick. uptick. He's doing better. But defensively, there's sometimes I'm like, what is this guy thinking? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean. But that can be correct. I, I, I agree with that. Playoffs it's is It's correctable. Great, the playoffs is the great redeemer, as we know. So right. hopefully that'll right. straighten out. But I am totally. I'm saying if you go player by player, and what do you think about this comment? Do you, do you have any other teams you would like to? Going into the playoffs. Going into the playoffs. I'm sorry. I now, didn't... Going into the playoffs, can you think of another Ranger team? Oh, another has... Ranger team. Oh, I, I didn't quite understand what you were asking oh, me. I don't know. That was this. Um. Well, certainly when it comes to being stacked with offensive talent, no. Um. I mean, do you see any indications that Patrick Kane is too old? No, no, no. Bad choices, yeah, maybe. Panarin, I, bad you, choices, maybe. I'll tell you the. I think if there's going to be a if there's going to be a playoff bugaboo, the team that if they if they don't, how do I put this? If they lose in the playoffs, it's going to be to the team that kills penalties the best against them. If somebody figures out how to shut down their pedal, their power play, that's going to be the way. I mean, it's going to be like, you know, we used to always say that about the Capitals in every playoff series. When, you know, when the Rangers were playing the Capitals every year, that was the key. Stay out of the box. Don't let them get a power play. And I think that's going to be the key to beating the Rangers. I agree with you. And it's a momentum killer for the Rangers. If the Rangers, and again, they, again, you want to talk about Achilles' heels, we all know it. I, I'm preaching to the choir here. Everything's got to be perfect. Everything. They're standing a foot in front of that, and he, they're passing to guys on the side. I, I don't understand that. Heedle did that in, in the Florida game, I think. He was in the slot, <laughs> and he's got a clear shot, and he, he's passing. Listen, Kreider did it. Kreider did it. Kreider right. was wide open in front of the net and and dished the puck. Has it been a jab? To Kane. Oh no, it was I think Kane. it was to Kane. I think it was Kane. What are you doing? If I were the coach, I said, "Listen, you're getting fucking fined every time you make a stupid like." As he puts it, the Harlem Globetrotter Act. Right. The coach has labeled this. He's made it known. You either get fined or you're sitting. Right after, right if they find him, if they had a kangaroo court and find a player every time he passed out of a scoring chance, they could end world hunger. <laughs> I mean, it's infuriating. It's very frustrating to watch them at that right. time. It's frustrating and it's bad hockey. It's bad hockey. That you you you've got to be selfish in this game if you're going to win. You can't like want your friend to score. When, right. you, when you have these golden opportunities, you've got to shoot. And that is the Rangers' Achilles heel. Again, I'm not saying anything that's, you know, you know, brand new or, you know, that I've discovered this. We all know the problem. But, you know, 
unless some team really commits like Carolina does against the Rangers to doing to playing that type of hockey. The Rangers are going to be tough to beat with Shesterkin playing the way he is. And let me also give kudos to this guy right here. Which one? You. Oh, me. Oh, what did I do? Remember when everybody was worried about Igor Shesterkin? Ah. <laughs> and you said, I'm waiting for April. When April comes around, if he's not playing well, then I'll be concerned. You went back in the record books and looked at all the stats and the figures. And you're right. The guy's on top of his game again. Would you agree? Would everyone agree? I yeah, I I, I would say he's he's back in form. I mean, maybe they found a babysitter. They could uh, the nanny, they got a nanny that they like. That's right. Ben Waller, and let's let's give a round of applause for Yaroslav Halak. He's played very well. We were all worried about the loss of Georgiev. Halak did not get off to a good start. I heard rumblings of Adam Huska, Dylan Garand, <laughs> Alex Ald. Uh, Alex Ald. And... Uh, Yaroslav Halak is 10 and 8 with a 905 save percentage and a 268 goals against. I mean, that is absolutely two thumbs in. I mean, up. Solid for your backup. Solid. Gives the Rangers a chance to win. Right. That's all you can ask. Job well done for the, what is he, 38 years old? He's no soapy back there, that's for sure. Oh, stop with the soap on hate. <laughs> He's the worst. He wasn't. He won a Stanley Cup. Stop. <laughs> he won a Stanley Cup. Back it up, Patrick Waugh. Ah, you got to do something. I mean, everybody's backing up Patrick Waugh in the days. <laughs> soapy. I mean, he wasn't the worst. I've seen worse. Dave Tartarian, <laughs> or Tartarian, as you call him. He was bad. Uh, so, <laughs> again. Doug Sotart with a career goals against the four. Well, well, come on. That's not true. It is true. 397. I wouldn't That's lie to you. Four. That's It's 397. Yeah, well, that was a different era of hockey. You know, <laughs> we're scoring six, seven goals. Doing, you know. Gretzky and the, the gang. <laughs> See, I mentioned Sotart, and here comes Bill Chadwick. He was not a fancy lad. Doug Sotart was a man. <laughs> not one of your better goaltenders, Chip. This guy couldn't stop a beach ball with a boat anchor. <laughs> so, I mean, <laughs> so don't, don't, terrible. I don't want you guys to come back with the J. I'm just telling you, I watch a lot of Ranger teams going to the playoffs. And, it, and because of Chris Drury. He got Tarasenko early. Then he gets this Mikola character who I was blasting saying. Now, I'm not saying he's Bobby Orr. I'm not even saying he's Bobby Orr what. I'm just saying he's been a nice addition 
where I thought I had no expectations from him. And as far as that goes, and thank you, Diane. And I will think I say, I mean, the, re, the one of the reasons that Adam Fox has had the scoring drought is, is he, he misses Ryan Lindgren. You know, the comfortability of Ryan Lindgren playing with him all these years allows him, you know, not to worry about his defensive partner, which he, I'm sure he's had to worry about. Still uh, has 54 assists. I think Braden Schneider is coming on. I'm talking about his goal production. It's a little bit. Yeah. Braden Schneider, I think, is playing well. I have no problems with Ben Harper. Uh, He's just steady. He makes the first (laughs) pass well. That's all you want. I said you you got to tighten up Keandre Miller because Keandre Miller, and I see a lot of people talking about how he likes to join the rush, and that I actually like. It's when he leaves the front of the net and goes to a point man or a forward. He does too much of that. And if somebody doesn't cover that side of the net, when he leaves, he vacates the front of the net or the corner and goes up and challenges someone, it's usually a mismatch down low and it it leads to problems. You will see defensemen start chasing the puck instead of staying in a zone or with their man. And that's been his problem. And he make, he's made some poor decisions. Let's face it. And I don't want to get on the chocolate smoothie or hot fudge, as I was calling him at the Carolina game. Chocolate smoothie. Yes, that's what I was calling him in the uh, Fairweather Center or what do you call it? Madison Square Garden South Arena? PNC Square Garden. Uh, and I'm a PNC customer, so I can call it that. You can call it anything you want. They won't care. Right. You could do anything. You, you could take a shit at mid, at mid ice and they would do nothing down there. <laughs> they do not care about their team that much. Have some fucking respect for the South. You fagoozy. <laughs> so. <clears throat> That's the way I see it. I I, I hate to be. Uh, I'm not. Ne- I never feel like this. I never feel secure as a Ranger fan. I I still don't. They can go out and lose in four games. Power play sucks, like you said. Uh, you know, a couple injuries there. They're fucked. Everybody's got to move up. You know, VC's playing first line right wing. You know, it's something. You know, it could get fucked up real quickly and I just hope it's not a replay of last year where they're getting terribly outshot and have to squeak out these games but so far we saw against Pittsburgh the Rangers were able to they fucking I don't care about Chris Letang's overtime goal I don't give a shit about that they house the Penguins the Penguins aren't the Capitals aren't even making the playoffs but now we have to deal with the devils, a rivalry. Jack Hughes has got 40 goals, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, I'm actually starting to feel a little better about our chances against them, though. What, may, uh, uh, what I, makes you Well, just from what I've seen of the devils, uh, I could be wrong. I don't know. I, they, they, 
I'm not sure they're 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 not this year's Florida team. Just all flash and dash up front, maybe a little soft in the back back end. Maybe not the goaltending. We'll see. I could be wrong. No, I think you're right. They've their goaltending is not proven. <clears throat> you know, Vanacek, and they got this other guy, uh, Smith Smith. I don't know what his name is. Um. You know, but they got some guys that we don't follow and we really don't know that Dawson Mercer is a good player. Again, I'm not giving, I'm not going to, you know, I'm not going to sit here and laud the Devils. But the Devils better not take any penalties. I'm telling you, the Rangers could put you away fast if they play the right way and they got to play north, south. Devil's defense doesn't really. Who do they got in the back? Excite me. Uh, what do they got? Segan Dollar, Ryan Graves, got Dougie Hamilton. Uh, who's it? Jo- uh, Brendan Smith, right? Right. Uh, Let me see uh, what they got. John John Marino from uh, Pittsburgh. Oh yes, right? uh, he's pretty good. That guy. He was from the Penguins. Yeah. Yeah, but I, I don't know. I. Let me see what they got. I still think a, a seven game series, I think they beat the Devils. The more the more I the more I get settled in here. My nerves well, we start all know to come that down the, a little bit. We all know that the Rangers won't everything goes seven. Their first pairing is Ryan Graves and John Marino. I gotta mute out. I gotta take the uh, Megan's calling me. I gotta take this real quick. Okay. Sorry. Give me a second. Yep. Their first pairing is Ryan Graves and John Marino. Kevin Ball. Don't know much about him. Dougie Hamilton, we know, is an offensive-minded defenseman. Got a hell of a lot of shots. Uh, he's got almost 20 goals this year, 50 assists. Um, then your third pairing is Siegenthaler and Severson. And Brendan Smith is your, your, uh, your seventh defenseman. Am I afraid of this? No. Should the Rangers be afraid of it? No, not really. Um, They don't really block a hell of a lot of shots. Although Ryan Graves blocks some shots. And, you know, it, it, it'll be interesting to what they, we see, what we see in this. But, and I don't think, and I do agree with, uh, with uh, Uncle Fester Gallant in this, that it doesn't matter whether we have the home advantage or we are on the road. I really don't think it matters in the long run. Sorry about that. No problem. It's her first day of work, and she was checking in with me. Ah, <laughs> uh, she's at Burger King. I think I saw a picture on the Instagram. Yeah, she's she's working, and they, she called the. She finally got her break. She they got her working eight hours on her first day. That's crazy. And, uh, well, yeah, and they uh, they uh, they must really be hurting at this BK because they got her working like four days this week already, right off the bat. So she'll be managing the place in three weeks. <laughs> well, that's how it works over there, right? So I mean, she was just calling to tell me everything was going well, and and uh, they already good. had her doing some drive-through stuff, and so she said I only got yelled at twice, but it wasn't my fault. 
I said, well, wow. you work at fast food. Get used to it. I was just going through the defensive. Anyway, sorry. I was going through the defensive pairing. <laughs> again, I, and then, again, I, you know, I'm, I'm sure we'll certainly do a preview when it, when it happens. But their first line is Timo Meyer, Hishir, Hishire, Hishire Farms, Dawson Mercer. It's a pretty good line. I think the line that they would probably have more problems is the second line with Plot, Hughes, and Jesper Bratt. That's the type of line that will give the Rangers fits. Third line, we got Maury Shevin, Go, Maury Povich, Igor Shevin, Govich, Eric Haller, Thomas Tatar, please, fossil time, Miles Wood, Michael McLeod, and and what they got, Igor Sharon Govich on both right wings? Wow. He must get, they double shift him. I don't know. <laughs> anyway, so the Rangers should be able to beat them. What are you laughing about? Phil Chadwick. <laughs> He's talking about his, uh, his rendezvous at Burger King. neck? Sorry, it's Rock's neck. You realize it's just like a bridge? I don't think it's an actual... Uh, that may be a real. That's what I say, Howie. I think the Rangers have better goaltending. Better Definitely team. better goaltending. Definitely. So let's. Uh, but it's going to be Ajita because it's the Devils. And because the devil it's the fans. Devils, of course. Of course. I said while you were away, does a home advantage mean anything to you in this whole thing? Um. Not certainly not against the Devils because our our fans will be there. Uh, certainly not against Carolina because we already know the Rangers can win in Carolina. Boston maybe a little, you know. I don't know. Other than Boston, not really. But who knows? Who knows? Who knows how far Boston gets? But. Who knows? We're not going to see him in the first round, so yeah, I'm in Boston until we play him. Right. I'm just I'm running through the teams in my head, and, and that I couldn't figure out. I know. I'm sorry. I again. I'm I'm, I'm a grade A heckler. Who is Boston going to face in the first round? Uh, Are they going to buy? I mean, what happens? <laughs> I can't believe I don't know the playoff system. It's 2023, but they keep changing it on me. Well, because it's it's convoluted. That's why. Who do they play in the first round? Uh, the Flyers are out. Forget about them. Isles are, but I love the. I like to see the Boston play the Isles. Right now, I think Boston would play Pittsburgh. The second right wild card but, team, but Pittsburgh and and the Islanders are are neck and neck. There's yes. only a point Whoa. between them, and Pittsburgh has a game at I think. Maybe two games at hand after tonight. Still one nothing uh, Islanders, by the way. No, maybe I want the Devils to win. Now. I don't know. I'm torn with this game. Jim mentioned it before the show. Who I wanted to win, but yeah, I mean, do you do you want to root for do you do you want you want to root for the for the Devils because of just seeing the Islanders miss the playoffs? Of course, you know, you know, just hurting the playoff chances of the Islanders is great, but. I don't even know. Are they missing the playoffs at this point? Is Florida catching them? Is Buffalo? No, is Florida? Washington? I think Florida's cooked. I think. Ottawa. The minute I the minute I crowned Ottawa as a possible dark horse in the Eastern Conference playoffs, they they won three out of ten games. 
Well, everybody's talking about the President's Trophy's curse. I don't know. Now, who does Jen hate? Who does she hate uh, his effing guts? Oh, that was directed at me, by the way. That was a comment she made about me. Oh, I thought she was at that Carolina game. Uh, No, she said that about me last August when we were on vacation. Oh, please. How dare you? I was... I was doing cannonballs in the pool oh, during a okay. thunderstorm, and I just kept doing it. And she's like, "Fucking asshole! I hate his fucking guts." Because <laughs> I just kept doing it. And Joe, and Joe, being the good friend that he is, proceeds to bring that up like every three days. Of course, of course. <laughs> yeah, I would rather see the Islanders go bye bye quickly. I think the Rangers can dispose of the Devils. And then we can have, because I really. I just don't know if anybody's even passing the Islanders. I mean. Well, Pittsburgh is behind them. But but Florida, but there's two wild card spots. And Florida is four points back. So, you know, I I, I would say it's, it's unlikely that, I mean, it's not, it's possible, but it's unlikely that the Islanders miss the playoffs, but. Be great no, if they I, did. I want. I think they will make the playoffs, but I'm hoping that they get play Boston in the first round. Well, okay, then they'd have to be the number two wild card. Wild card, and and Pittsburgh's only one point behind them with one game at hand, but the Islanders are playing tonight. Right. So I believe it'll be two. Ga- I don't think Pittsburgh's playing tonight. Uh, Florida's losing two to one, by the way, to Ottawa, and Buffalo is also winning. Uh, those are your playoff uh, implication games right there. Yeah, Ottawa, I, after after watching them play a couple of games, I was like, you know, this team, they're built right, and they were a team that could cause a little trouble in the playoffs, and then they win three out of ten games. Right. This is why you wear the Swami hat, and I don't. Oh, please. I, I wear a stupid red wig, and you wear a Swami hat. No, I wear the Swami hat only on trades. I can't tell anything that's going to happen to these playoffs. <laughs> I'm just, and don't the rain. Oh, is it the next Rangers? <laughs> but I am scared about tomorrow night. Tomorrow night could be what we call in football a trap game. Trap game. Trap game yeah. against the the Colts. Columbi. Because they stink. They stink, st- and the Rangers better show up. I still, have, I still have not told the Joe constantly brings this up too. I still haven't told the to- the Papa Tony story on the show yet. One of these days, I will. Tony Tortellini apparently it was one of my better one of my better moments. <laughs> anyway, they will beat Columbus tomorrow night. It guaranteeing. No, I don't guarantee nothing, but they will beat Columbus. Score has now been tied 1-1 between the Devils and Piles. This just in. Eric Halla. Oh, God. With his ninth of the season. Halla him away. (laughs) Send him down fast was being yelled. (laughs) All right, so Eric Hall has scored 
So I guess we'll all be watching that following this broadcast. <sighs> yes. This Saturday, April I just 1st. Wish the ice would swallow them both up. Yes. The... Eliminate them both. Eliminate them both. <laughs> the Bane way. <clears throat> <laughs> That's right. He, the whole fucking field gets swallowed right. up, like you said. Heinz yeah. Ward running for his life. Uh, so it's 1-1. I'm sure we'll all be watching. April 1st, Idiot Box in concert. Get your tickets early. It's going to be an old-fashioned hootenanny down at Rams All-American Pub. Our friend Patches, a.k.a. Nicholas Fernandez, it's his birthday bash. The kid has had his troubles. Brandon Peary. That was the other guy who always used to shoot. Remember oh. going Brandon Disappeary? We used to call Brandon him. Brandon Disappeary, yeah. And I saw somebody mention Alex Kodalik as another guy who shot too all the time. But Brandon right. Disappeary. See, an hour and a half later, I came up with that. There guys. it is. There it is. All right. Uh, all right. We got any upcoming things to promote as far as this show? Nothing. Just make sure you subscribe, click the bell, do whatever you got to do. Subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. And please, guys, try to be more positive about the New York Rangers. Stop worrying about Kane and all this. I'm telling you, this team, as constituted, is fucking stacked. These other teams aren't running with these fucking kind of horses. Again, they just got to play the right way. And hopefully this, uh, if, we had a, if we had a coach who would actually say, listen, you're out of here. Chris Meat's going to be at the Idiot Box show. We got to win it. Ding him. Ding him or something. Let's go to the tote board. Something. <laughs> We're checking on Joey Wagner tonight. Oh, no, please. Not that go- that goof. <laughs> He's not uh, he's not live tonight anyway. There's no Penguins uh, game. Unless he's doing a pirate spring training game. Oh god. Uh we'll take calls next week. It's the end of the show, and frankly, I I I really telling that whole story really took a lot of uh and I'm sorry if I overindulged myself, but it need to be not at all. I was very curious in closing, Jim. To maybe go on some Carolina message boards and see if there was a there was an asshole in my section who wouldn't <laughs> shut the fuck up. Like just to see some, maybe somebody filming me. So look at this asshole. You yeah, know? that might be you know. <laughs> but let's uh let's hope uh the building implodes on the devils and islanders. Yes, we I we, yeah, but Cutter, that's part and parcel of being a Ranger fan is negative. That's it. You're going to have to accept it. I mean, I'm sure there's a portion of the Toronto Maple Leaf fan base that's pretty negative right about now. Oh, no, there please. Were... There's nothing wrong Sean, with it. Sean, you're absolutely right. Sean, you're, you're absolutely right. Just say, okay, let's let's just call it till next week. But in the talk. Oh. So. You want? It, oh, his call was going to top Eddie's story. You know, no, he said get, no call. He said no call was going to top Eddie's story. 
Oh, well, I promise next week we'll get to that footage that I wanted to show from 1967 or 68. We'll get to that, Sean. But uh, I got hung up in this whole or this. And Rock texted me and he's like, how you making out there, buddy? Or something like that. I'm like, I may not get out of this place alive. (laughs) I texted Eddie with about all their fans. (laughs) Yes. I had beaten that line so much by then. And I did say it, though, but. That's great. Oh, okay. So Columbus, the Devils. I forget who. Columbus, Devils, Buffalo. That's the rest of this week. Okay. And then into April. Another afternoon game against the Washington Capitals. Uh Fantastic. Well. And it's a one o'clock. Three o'clock games. Right. Exactly. And uh we will we will see what we, hopefully they won't lollygag in that uh afternoon game, but I have really no hope. None of us we won't be awake for it and they won't be awake for it. Well, it's gonna be critical now, especially if they uh you know the devils on Thursday night. Yes, that'll be a big game. Big game. It will be. All right, Jim. Thanks All a right. lot. Cue the music. Thanks a lot, guys, for joining us. And we love you all, man. We're all in this together. I know all of you would have had my back if you were there at the Fairweather Center Arena, Fan Center Arena. And uh, we love you sharing and, and, and talking in this chat room. You guys make it all worth it because. It's just, it's great to have the exchange. And Jim, once again, you were the host with the most. <laughs> Thank you, my friend. Great storytelling. Uh, we'll Monday night again. Sure. All right. Don't forget Facebook, on Twitter, Twitch, the whole bit. We love you. We'll see you. Always a pleasure. Take care, my friend. All right, you too. And uh, we'll see you guys soon. Let's go, Rangers. Good night, everybody. Let's go, Rangers.